Hello, friends. Welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. I'm Robin Graham, your host, and a brand marketing strategist and photographer passionate about helping women connect and grow their audience and get more clients. I am so excited you are here with me today to chat all about branding, personal development, and life overall in the second phase. What is the second phase? The second phase for me was a change in careers and learning how to navigate a new world and build a business from the ground up when I was actually terrified to put myself out into the world as something new. For some, the second phase is a significant lifestyle change, a traumatic loss, a move, an illness. It could be any number of things. No matter the definition of your second phase, we are here together to learn about creating a brand that stands out and makes an impact and grow as our authentic selves and follow our callings, our passions, our visions, and our values. Now grab your cup of coffee or the dog's leash and let's dive into a new episode. Are you struggling with brand clarity, confidence, and creating content that connects? Want to brand yourself or your business but don't know where to begin? Or are you frustrated because you're doing all the things you see everyone else doing but you aren't getting more clients? You're telling everyone what you do, but no one hears you. It's like you're speaking a foreign language because your message isn't resonating. I hear you. The overwhelm is real. I feel your pain and frustration. I've been there. It wasn't overnight that I grew my business and figured out how to create a cohesive and consistent brand message that builds genuine connections and gets more clients. In fact, I did everything the hard way. And I want to make it easier for you because I've been in your shoes and I don't want you to struggle anymore. I am offering brand strategy, clarity, confidence, and connection coaching sessions to help you master your brand messaging and be seen and heard as the expert you are. In a one hour strategy session, we'll dive deep into your values, visions, and passions to create absolute clarity around your brand messaging and business. You'll not only have absolute clarity for your brand messaging, but you'll feel confident. When you are confident, you will trust yourself more and be able to create content, content that genuinely connects and helps your ideal audience get to know, like, and trust you. After working with Tracy for only one hour, she said, Robin's branding expertise was not only insightful, but empowering. She gave me a clear vision of my personal brand and how I can market myself as an authority in higher education. The blueprint she gave me for creating a personal brand is very detailed, but most importantly, gives me confidence that I can and will continue to transform business initiatives within higher education programs and help and inspire others to do the same. Don't you want to achieve that sense of clarity and confidence to feel empowered to inspire your audience? I believe you can and will when we work together. Now, if you're envisioning yourself feeling anxious and frantically taking notes during this session, don't worry. You don't have to write anything down. The only thing you need to do is focus on the strategy session and learning, and I'll take care of everything else. You'll receive a comprehensive blueprint from me outlining everything we've talked about with action items that will take your brand messaging to the next level and attract more clients. Do you want absolute clarity on your brand messaging and to know how to connect with your ideal audience to attract more clients? Then this strategy session is for you. Don't waste any more time spinning your wheels. 
go to therobingram.com slash shop to schedule your session today. Hurry, because I have limited spots per month so that I can give you the attention you deserve. I can't wait to work with you and watch your brand messaging and business transform. Question for you. Are you spinning your wheels trying to figure out how to grow your audience? Are you tired of asking people to subscribe to your email list? Or maybe creating yet another lead magnet has you wanting to throw in the towel. Today's guest is here to share her secret to growing her email list to get more clients. And it's super fun. Using this tool, you'll not only get people on your email list, but get to know and learn more about them at the same time. What is this secret weapon? Quizzes. Linda Sadu, welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. Hey, thank you so much for having me. This is something that I learned about through, I mean, I've done them. I've done them so many times, these quizzes, you know, that people throw out and I'll say, oh, I'm going to do that and just see what it says because I'm curious and curiosity always wins with me, but I've never known how to do them. And I heard someone else, I think it was Michelle Glogovac's podcast, My Simplified Life. She interviewed someone who does this and, you know, creates the quizzes and stuff. But I want to say the woman was from Vancouver. And then shortly after that, I found you on Instagram through my friend, our mutual friend, Brenna McGowan. I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I'm going to have her on the podcast. And you so graciously said yes. So thank you for that. I'm really glad you're here. You know what's funny? This is such a small world because I was on Michelle's podcast as well. And it was just a few weeks before Shanti was on. Uh And the funny thing is, is I actually learned about quizzes through Shanti. So Shanti is my mentor. She is up in Canada. She's amazing. And She's done quizzes for Amy Porterfield, Jenna Kutcher. She's amazing. And I joined her quiz course last fall Uh because I wanted to create a quiz and I was obsessed and excited to do it. And that's when I realized I had a knack for doing quizzes and I didn't even realize it. And so she's a big reason that's brought me into the quiz world because when I did a quiz for our launch, we were launching an email marketing course at the time. I was able to have great success with my quiz and interact the quiz company where we host our quiz on Uh the platform reached out to me and was like, what are you doing? Most people have really good success at 50% conversion and you're at 60%. Wow! And so when they reached out to me, it was around the same time where I was really enjoying having the quiz. It was a success. People loved it. So it was March of this year, where I started to really pivot and focus on quizzes. So it's such a small world because the two, you just named two of the people that I already know. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so funny. You know, the world really is small. What did they say? Six degrees of separation? I don't believe that. I think it's much, you know, it's like one degree because there's so much crossover in our world today because of social media, I think, and all the digital marketing. We all end up connecting, at least have, you know, one or two mutual connections. It's crazy. Yes. And that's the beauty of online business these days is women who are just meeting each other, collaborating and sharing success. And when you can do that well, you can really grow together and help support other business owners and grow yourself. And it's an incredible thing. Yeah, it's really, it's really spectacular. We're blessed for that, I think. 
Okay. So Linda, will you please tell the listeners a little bit about you? Because we have a tiny little thread in common in addition to people based on our backgrounds. So tell everybody like what your journey has been and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. So I was a pharmaceutical sales rep and I was specialized in dermatology at the time. It was in my 20s. And when I was in the pharmaceutical industry, my company really emphasized learning the physician's personalities. So they gave us in-depth training on how to distinguish what somebody's personality is. And when you can do that well, you can show up for them in a way that they appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And when I was born, I don't know what it was, but I've had an astrologer look at my birth chart and she says that I just really nurture people. And so when I was born, I think the stars were aligned in an area where it was like a nurturing type atmosphere. And so because of my nurturing ways, I really care about people. I want to know who they are, how to show up for them to make them more comfortable. So when I learned how to understand a personality, I took it to the next level and I took it really serious. And I was able to show up to that doctor in that office in a way that they appreciated it. And because of that, I was able to be in the top 10 of my, you know, of the entire sales team pretty much every single year I was in pharmaceutical sales because I think I just really focused on the doctor, their personality. I understood their buying behavior and what I needed to do to best support them. Mm -hmm. So that's where I learned all this information in the pharmaceutical industry through personalities. And when I became a mom and moved to the West Coast, I decided to stay at home with my son. So I took some time off. I was away from the pharmaceutical industry and I dabbled a little bit in multi-level marketing. There was one company that was a skincare company that I really wanted to help launch. Unfortunately, it went under and that's around the same time I decided to just launch my own career in email marketing and help entrepreneurs show up in ways that they felt best represents them, show up in a way where the customers appreciate them. So I launched a business with a business partner at the beginning of this year, but COVID hit, things were crazy. And it was really hard to launch a business, pivot, you know, deal with remote learning, not only as, you know, one parent, but she was a parent as well. So unfortunately we split and went our separate ways. And now I've rebranded and I've launched my own business, Linda Sidhu, and I will be focusing on quizzes and how to create ways to grow your email list, but also to understand your new clients and your new leads coming in so you can show up for them and give personalized marketing to them in a way that they're going to appreciate. And in turn, when you can appreciate who your customer is and put your relationship first, that allows you to be more successful in your business in the end. Oh, that's so important, right? It's so important to know who your ideal audience is, but to be able to understand their personality so that you can effectively communicate with them and build relationships. I think so much of everything we do is dependent on the relationships we build. Absolutely. And I think that's what I realized was my success. I knew that I was really good at sales, but I, if you unpack it a little bit, because it's not like, oh, I'm good at sales. It was like, well, why was I good at sales? And so when I unpacked it and realized that I took the time to understand 
a physician's personality, how they wanted me to show up. I even understood their buying behavior. So I understood if you're a fast-paced person or you're a slow-paced person, if you're people-oriented or task-oriented. For people who are more analyzers, you know, they're slower paced and they're task oriented. When I would go into an office and if I asked them how their weekend was, they kind of were offended. They didn't want to talk about their weekend. They didn't want to share, you know, what they did. They wanted me to get to the chase, but they wanted me to offer data and proof and get to the point with why I was there. So if I understood that personality, I was able to show up in a way I kind of cut to the chase. And I didn't chit chat with them about their family, right? Mm -hmm. But if I was walking into an influencer office or somebody was really people oriented and they really appreciated relationships and they're fast paced, you better believe I would ask them how their weekend was and really just talk to them about, you know, what they did and, you know, how the baseball game turned out and whatnot. And that was the success I was having was I understood people which therefore allowed me to show up in a way that they appreciated. And I would guess that trust played a big factor in that because as they saw you understanding what their needs were, they trusted you to bring them the information that they were needing. Absolutely. And it's just a way to make people feel more comfortable, I think, in the end. And when you're feeling more comfortable, you let your guard down and you do build trust and your no like and trust factor a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. And there's other personalities, like, for example, my husband, he's very fast paced. He's dominant. When I talk to him, he doesn't want to hear the details about anything. He appreciates if I just get to the point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, same goes as a doctor. If you're walking in to an office, that type of personality really just wants you to get to the point. Of course, they like you, but they want you to show up confidently, but respect their time. Yeah, absolutely. And nobody wants their time wasted, right? Right. Yeah. It's very, very important to respect that. Okay. So where should we even begin? I am so excited to dive into how you create quizzes based on personalities. Should we dive into like the personality assessment that you use and then talk about creating the questions to effectively design a quiz? Or what do you suggest, Linda? I'm totally at your mercy here because I know nothing about quiz development. Yeah. Well, I think what's in it for your listeners. So a lot of people really want to just grow their email lists and they want to do it fast. They want to have success and quizzes typically is crazy. They are shared 1900 times on average. Wow. So quizzes is a great way to grow your email list. And because of that, people usually come to me or want to create a quiz because they're really just eager to grow their email list. But what they don't realize is two things. One, personality quizzes are the best quizzes that you could possibly take because people want to know more about themselves. Like you mentioned earlier, you are curious, you're eager to learn more. So typically those quizzes have a higher conversion. So by choosing a personality quiz, you're already setting yourself up for success. The second piece of a personality quiz is you start to understand your buyer's behaviors. And you understand that if someone's slower paced, that they're going to want more testimonials from you. They're also going to want low risk call to action. So money back guarantees they're going to appreciate. Whereas if somebody's more faster paced, they want you to get to the bottom line and give options and hurry up because they're probably going to buy from you anyways. So when you start to understand what personality type, you know, your client is, and if you get on a one-on-one call with them, 
you can understand which direction to go and how to best support them. So I'm such a nerd, but I'm going through this thinking there's going to be a result come in, but then I'm already thinking of my email sequence. So once the person takes the quiz and then do you actually, does it work so detailed that you get that result and then an email is sent out based on the individual personalities or the individual assessment of that person, then they get a specific email sequence that goes out after that? Correct. So the quizzes are quite complex. They typically take about 40 to 50 hours to create if you're trying to shoot for the moon and get everything right. If you just want to put up something quickly, they could take as, you know, as little as 10 hours, but I highly recommend spending the time on it because when you do set up the results and the person gets the results, they feel seen and heard. And it's not a BuzzFeed quiz. They are getting results that are in depth. We talk about the personality they are. We really try to stroke their ego, make them feel good. But then we start segueing into our business and why that matters to you. So my quiz that I've designed talks about what type of lead magnet you should create based on your personality. Of course, there's quizzes, but maybe a challenge that is better off for you because you're a people-oriented person and people love challenges and they love social media. So I offer different suggestions as I start segueing into my business. And then, you know, I offer different downloads. I offer tips to help with your emails. I offer, I even did a Spotify playlist based on your personality. So you can have a lot of fun with the results section. But from there is when you start emailing them personally. So what I've done on my quiz is I have a welcome series set up for each personality type. And this is how you build your know, like, and trust factor. Because once somebody comes in your quiz, they're coming in hot, they're excited to get their results. And so what you have to do next, instead of just dumping them into your newsletter, you want to kind of ask them who they are and you want to introduce yourself. So I highly recommend setting up a five-part welcome series. And it's five emails where you're going to validate the customer and really talk about them and say, hey, you know, you took this quiz and I can see you and you talk about common pain points that maybe they're feeling and just really validate them. Then you can have an opportunity to introduce yourself because at this point, they probably don't even know who you are. They've had so much taken your quiz and they're like, oh, I guess there's a person behind this. And that's when you can kind of start introducing yourself. And then the next emails is when you really want to start offering testimonials of how you've helped people get from A to B, why you're an expert, why they should follow you. And then last but not least, you're going to want to give them next steps, a call to action, whether you're launching a course or if you want to offer some type of subscription, or if you just want to add people to your Facebook group. But that final email is a next step to help them to get closer to working with you. And yes, it is all personalized. And if you do this right, you only have to do it one time, and then it continues to work for you as a lead magnet that is just on steroids and set up for automation. And it's a wonderful, well-oiled machine. Oh, I love, well, I love anything that is like systematic and a process that I don't have to touch again. That's so awesome. Um, Okay. So when you're creating this quiz, where do you begin in terms of designing the 
quiz based on personality. So what are those personalities, first of all? And then once you've identified, okay, here are the four types of personalities, or are there subsets of personalities that go along with that? And then how do you create questions to, I guess, I don't know, um, draw the attention out of the person, you know? Yeah, so I've developed this method called the quiz quadrant. And it's based off of my learnings from the DISC personality assessment that I learned in pharmaceutical sales. Mm -hmm. So what I try to understand is, are you fast-paced or are you slow-paced? Are you people-oriented or are you task-oriented? Now, we were talking before this, of course, you are everything. You kind of represent everything. But once you really start figuring out who you are and what your personality type is, you kind of fall into one quadrant over the other. And because of this, you can identify ways of buying behaviors. For example, someone who's slower paced and people oriented, they're a steady personality. And they're also a personality that's not going to buy from you for three years. They are going to be loyal. They want you to show up. But if you offer some type of Black Friday sale, they usually won't buy. They don't like high pressure. But if they do buy, they're going to return it because they actually have buyer's remorse. So it's really interesting the people who buy from you on Black Friday are really the fast paced people who, you know, they don't care. They're going to take action and they'll buy. And so the beauty of this is you can segment your audience, right? And you can see who each person is, but how to do it is really, it's really difficult. You really have to know what quadrant somebody is going to be. So number one, you have to work backwards from your offer. So you have to know what you're offering before you can even write a quiz. You need to know where you're taking these people. So you have to be crystal clear on your offer and start there. Once you know what your offer is, then you can start figuring out, okay, how am I going to write a personality quiz and divide and segment my audience? I love using personality types. My quiz is what legendary personality are you based on, you know, It's basically, you either get Beyonce, you get Adele, you get Taylor Swift, or you get Lady Gaga. But the cool thing is, you don't have to do people in a personality quiz. You can just use the concept and add another layer. So for example, I created a quiz for a coach who's really into fashion. So we created a quiz, and what we did was the personality types were either sophisticated, casual, boho, or chic. So they ended up in one quadrant over the other. And the reason why I chose classic, for example, is usually the analyte. Steve Jobs, for example, wore that black turtleneck every single day, right? Mm-hmm. And he did it because he had so many decisions he had to make. So by wearing a uniform, he was able to eliminate one decision and because of decision fatigue, right? Mm-hmm. So I chose classic for that personality type because it just kind of made sense. So you can add another layer on top of it and it doesn't have to be personality based, but what you do need to know is the right questions to ask. So you want to keep your quiz on theme, you know, about pop divas and it's about music and it's all about having fun, but also learning what personality type you are. So you can create a lead magnet to help grow your business. And what I did was I framed it as people going to a concert instead of going to like a networking event, you know, because it had nothing to do with a networking event. It had everything to do with musicians and music and fun. Right. So every question, I kept it on theme. Like if you entered a concert 
or you were at the IP event, what would you do next? Well, that's when you have to know what the person would do, right? You would probably find a comfortable seat and sit down and people watch possibly. You might even try to look and see who the host was, go say thank you. Where the dominant personality type, they are going to look for a group of people that they know because they want to avoid small talk about the weather. So they're going to try to scan the room and be like, where's somebody I know so I can go and talk to them versus a stranger. Mm -hmm. And the influencer, the, you know, my type of personality, I'm going to grab a drink and I'm going to mingle because I don't really care if they're a stranger or not. Right. So once you know what question you want to ask, you want to know the behavior that's linked to each person. And that's how I distinguish which quadrant you're going to fall in. Sometimes I don't get it right, but most of the time it's okay. Because again, you represent all four quadrants. You just happen to kind of fall in one quadrant more over the others. Well, it's fascinating. So there really is a science behind this. Mm -hmm. And I can see why you said it could take 40 to 50 hours because you really have to design the questions and the answers to go along with these personality types. Yeah. I mean, you can get away with it. Like it doesn't have to be perfect, but when you can nail it down and get it pretty perfect, it's awesome. Because again, you can take that information and personalize your marketing approach. And this is where business owners are going to have to go. Because I actually believe that personalized marketing is the future of marketing. Mm -hmm. You look at QFC or Kroger's or any of those you know, grocery chains, they're doing it right now where they're trying to gather information on what you buy based on the cards that you have there. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't show up for a while, because a great example is I've been using Amazon fresh delivery lately. And so my grocery store sent me coupons of all the things I used to buy just to get me back in the store because they use that information sort of against me. But what it does is I appreciate it and I'm getting extra money off. So I might actually go back in the store and save some money, right? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. They're smart. Yeah. And they're, every industry is doing that now. And I think there are so many data resources that they can have. I mean, if you think about it, you know, you look something up on Amazon and the next day, something similar or that product is on your Facebook feed or your Instagram feed. So it's very realistic to think that this is the way of the future. We have to be very in tune to who our ideal audience is and what they're looking for. Yeah. And once you really figure out who's buying from you, for example, the people who want to create quizzes are typically the fast paced task oriented person, right? So technically I could use that information and just market to those people since those are the ones that are wanting to take fast action, right? So because I know this, I could potentially not focus on any of the other personalities, if I really wanted to like grow my business fast. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's the kind of information you want to know as a business owner. (laughs) So you can save time, work effectively and make the money in a short amount of time versus spinning your wheels. Right. Right. Although you did mention, and I, I have a question back to something you mentioned earlier. So you talked about like the challenges versus the quizzes and different people will be more apt to do a challenge. So when you have someone come to you and you realize what their personality is, do you then say, you know, I'm thinking based on your personality, a quiz may not be the best way for you to go, but what about a challenge? Yeah, you know, in my quiz, I give three different results of three different options you can 
do for your business. So for example, the influencer type personality, who's me, by the way, I'm very people oriented and I'm fast paced. And I would enjoy a challenge because I enjoy people. I would enjoy tagging them and, you know, having fun with it and creating a lot of energy. However, I've also done a quiz and I've love the quiz because the amount of time I spent on it was a lot, but now that it's done, it's continually working for me. So that was a smart decision, you know, Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. my behalf to have something that's working so hard for me in the background that I don't have to touch or replicate or do again, or spend any more energy and prizes and whatever. Right. Yeah. The other thing is, is you don't have to do anything fancy. I always recommend just doing a PDF download. If you find out with your audience, what the number one question people are asking you or the number one struggle is, typically that's a great way to create a download too. For example, as I pivoted my business and relaunched, I didn't have time to do anything fancy. So I relied on the PDF download, right? And so what I did is I created a download on the number one question I get about quizzes. And it's what kind of topic or what theme should I create? And people really get hung up with this question so much so that it stops them in their tracks where they wouldn't even create a quiz anyways. So now I have a download that's like, it says, nail your quiz idea in four easy steps. So that was a quick thing for me to create as a business owner. People loved it and it's giving them success and it's a Mm win-win. So I don't typically tell people not to do one thing or the other. I think that they're all effective. I think that you should try different ways to grow out your list. But if you're being smart, I do think quizzes are the best way to grow your list and your bank account at the same time. Okay. So let's go back to the quizzes then. How do you even begin? So you talked about like identifying that overarching subject for the quiz or topic or idea for the quiz that you have in the PDF. So what are the ways that you suggest people look at that to determine what their topic should be? We can just use me as an example. So, you know, I'm a brand strategist, you know, I focus on personal branding, be it from the photography side of my business and creating visual stories or the coaching. So I would want to do one most likely on personal branding, but from there, then where would I go to narrow that down? Well, that's why we start with your offer. What's your offer? Let's say a coaching strategy session on, on branding, like clarity, confidence, and connection for your brand messaging. Okay. So you are going to offer, so is this something you currently offer? Yeah, that's like a real offer. So I'm just using me as an example. Awesome. Okay. So you take your offer and you work backwards from it. And once you know where you're going to direct the quiz takers to, and this offer usually shows up at the end of your welcome series mm-hmm. or in your emails. So it's kind of far out, but you do need to have a clear direction of where you're taking your new leads. Mm-hmm. And that's why we start with your offer. Then I always recommend actually doing ICA research and reaching out to eight to 10 people and doing a call with them. And on my quiz results, there's an, a download, an additional download where you can download the 10 questions that you should ask your ICA. And then from there, you can start understanding the language, what people need, what do they want from you? And so once you take the time to do your ICA research, certain themes are going to start showing up, certain phrases are going to start showing up, and you can use this information to help write your quiz. And you can use this information to write your sales page, your emails, your social media posts, and everything else. 
So the next step is ICA research. And then from there is when you want to start dividing out your results. You kind of want to have a loose theme. So kind of know, okay, I'm going to do a personality quiz and these quadrants are going to look like this. And that's when you start writing the results. So you write the results and then you write the questions. So you know what questions to lead to the results. You literally work backwards for the entire process. Correct. Okay. So I can't really like give you an idea for the, and really the topic and the name of your title comes after you've written everything out. Yeah. It's kind of like doing these interviews. You know, I don't title the interview until after we've had the discussion and I find what the golden nuggets are going to be from the episode and the interview. Yep. That's a great example. Oh, I'm just so fascinated. This is really cool. So can you tell us a little bit about just the results you've had, the clients that you've created quizzes for, what has happened with their email list and even their bottom line? Like, what are you seeing from a conversion perspective? Yeah. So when Interact reached out to me, they said that my quiz was converting at 60%. And what they meant was when people were viewing it to becoming a new lead and giving me their email address. So it was a 60% conversion and most people who have a successful quiz are at 50%. So they wanted to know what I was doing to make it work. And that's when I first realized, oh, you know, this is interesting. Nobody's really thought about using the DISC uh, profiles and using this method to create a quiz. And I was also helping a friend of mine who's also a coach She was a health and fitness coach. And I reached out to her because I was just trying to, you know, get some quizzes under my belt. So I asked her if I could create one for her. And ironically, she was getting ready to launch a course, which I didn't know about. So even though she was a health and fitness coach, she was also becoming a brand influencer and getting paid by big brands to share products, right? And so a lot of people were asking her, how are you monetizing that? You know, how can I become an influencer? So she is a smart girl. She took all the questions that she was receiving in her DMs and she created a course on it. So I stepped in and I created a quiz and it was a brilliant name because we really went after the type of person she was looking for. So the name of her quiz was, were you born to be an influencer? And so every single person, yes, you were born to be an influencer at the end of the quiz. Because honestly, it doesn't matter about your personality. We just needed to know where she was going to take them, right? But we did say you know, you're a dominant person, you're fast paced, you're a leader, you're amazing. Anything you do is successful. And we kind of really stripped the ego of the person who's fast paced and task oriented and said, yes, you're born to be an influencer, you know, (laughs) but we also did that for the different personalities. We just kind of really highlighted what made them so special Mm -hmm. and said, yes, you know, you're born to be an influencer and here's why. And so when she launched her quiz and her course in April, Now, mind you, April was when everything was shutting down. It was horrible with COVID. And she generated $10,000 and 5,000 leads from the quiz. Wow. So they work. They work. 5,000 leads is is huge in one month. She was also doing Facebook ads. Oh, okay. Which you don't have to do, but she's done Facebook ads before. So she really knew who she was targeting and she's really good at them. So she was a great example of doing everything right. Okay. Yeah. I wonder what that conversion rate would have been without the Facebook ads. Her ads were based on driving people to the quiz. Yes. But she also promoted it in her emails on her social media account. So there was 5,000 people that took her quiz and people shared it. So it wasn't just Facebook ads that gave her. Sure. 
that alone. It was all of her efforts that she put together. And then she did generate $10,000 off of that just month of April alone. Wow. That's awesome. I know. I was really proud of her. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And then you mentioned Michelle. Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly, but I think after one week, she generated a thousand leads from her quiz after she created her quiz. Cause I helped, I had a hand in helping Michelle's quiz too, for her podcast. Yeah. She did that just recently. Cause she launched, um, an online course mm-hmm. and she used her quiz to drive traffic to that. And she had a really successful launch. Yes. Yes, she did. I know I haven't touched space with her about the final numbers, but I checked in with her to see how things were going. And I know that she had over a thousand leads, I think in one week after she launched the quiz. Wow. That's really cool. You mentioned a platform where I guess it's a host for the quizzes and that's like where the tech begins. Yeah. So I like to use Interact and their website is tryinteract.com. And they're a phenomenal company. We looked at different options, but they were the most affordable and the most simple type of quiz platform to use. Mm -hmm. So I really like them. Plus, I really think they work hard on the relationships they have. They have a lot of free trainings. Their customer support is amazing. And they always offer discounts to save you on your lifetime of your quiz. But yes, they are very supportive and I've been very happy to partner with them. And I've also been announced as a strategic partner with Interact. And what I do is I help people who are creating quizzes. Like I'm available. Obviously you can pay for my service and have me do one for you, but I'm also available in their Facebook group where I give comments. I share little simple things that can help out with your quiz. And I'm also doing a workshop for them on the nurture series on October 27th. So I'm doing it completely free for them and completely free for the people who join. And what we're really going to chat about is what comes after a quiz and it's the nurture series and how to set yourself up for success, mm-hmm. both you and your customers to onboard a new lead. Oh, that's fantastic. Because it is so important to have that nurture series because if you don't, they just fall off. They drop off. You lose the opportunity to convert them to a client. Absolutely. And you don't have to have a quiz to have a nurture series, any type of download, a PDF download, or if you're doing a challenge or any type of way you're trying to get somebody to opt into your email list, it's very important to have a welcome series. And there's only 50% of business owners that are doing it. So there's a lot of potential to get better with your email marketing skills if you add one to yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know my lead magnets are how I have have really grown my list as well. That's good. And for a long time, I didn't have the nurture sequence. So the conversion rate was improved dramatically once I implemented that. So there's definitely a reason to do that. Yeah. And let's talk about the welcome series real quick, because I do think it's twofold. I think you're going to be able to get people off your list that didn't belong, Mm -hmm. even though you don't want someone to unsubscribe. It's good to get them out of there when you're sending the five emails because you really want to qualify who you're talking to because you want people in there that's going to engage with you, that want to learn, want to be part of your community. And you also want to get rid of the people who don't want to learn from you or just, you know, wanted to download your information for free. And then that was it. They walk away. Right. Mm -hmm. So I recommend, especially after quizzes, that your welcome series should be sent daily. So for example, if you took my quiz on Sunday, then you're going to get your results on Sunday right away. And that's email one. And then you're going to get email two, three, four, five 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm -hmm. And what it's doing is it's really introducing me to you, allowing you to introduce yourself to me. I give plenty of options for extra support, different tips, different downloads. I ask you to join my Facebook group, maybe follow me on Instagram. I also ask you to reply back and create engagement, you know, and I want to learn from you. I want to hear about you. And so this gives a way for you to really kind of meet each other. And then it also gives you the opportunity to leave. (laughs) Yeah, you just unsubscribe. So if you had one tip to offer my listeners or offer the listeners related to email marketing, what would that tip be? Okay, so this is a good question. And I'm sure I have lots of tips, but this one's kind of top of mind today because I just did a Facebook Live about it. And what it was is you want to automate things and make things simple and easy for your audience, right? So something I did recently, which I had no idea was going to be so brilliant and work out for me, was when I created my Nail Your Quiz Idea and Four Easy Steps PDF Download when I relaunched my new business, I was on a summit. So I had to come up with something really quick and it was awesome. People loved it. But when they put their name and their email address in, what I did was interesting on the thank you page that populates after I secured their name and email address. I wrote while you're waiting for your freebie, join my Facebook group. If you want to learn more about personalized marketing made easy. And would you know, I had over a hundred people join my Facebook group out of like 300 people who downloaded my freebie. So it converted at a really high rate. Wow. And it surprised me to the point where I went back to my quiz and I added that same language at the bottom of my quiz results and said, if you want to, you know, have an opportunity to join me in my Facebook group, learn here. And so it was such a simple yet brilliant thing that I did that it's not only is my quiz and all my lead magnets and my welcome series all working for me, but I'm also promoting my Facebook page in the same loop without ever, I mean, I could be making dinner where people are like downloading my, right, you know, my PDF and then joining my Facebook group at the same time. So I'm completely capitalizing on different ways to get people back into my community. Yeah. So that's a tip I have for you that just happened recently that I was like, this is brilliant and no one's talking about it. And I didn't even know like that it was going to work that well. (laughs) Yeah, that is brilliant. I have it somewhere in my email sequence, but I don't think I have it on the thank you page. So I'm going to go back and change that. You should. Yeah, that's brilliant. All right. So Linda, this has been awesome. I'm really excited to learn more about quizzes and I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to have to dive into this if I can only find the time, but I think it would be time well spent. It is time well spent. It's very overwhelming to think about. And if you feel overwhelmed, you know, I offer strategy sessions. I'm also getting ready to launch a quiz lab course. It's going to be a good price. It's kind of for the people who want to do it themselves, you know? Yeah. Then there's strategy sessions if you need one-on-one coaching to help. And then obviously, if you just want it done for you, you can reach out to me as well and just have it done because it is quite complex. I'm happy to help, but it's a lot of work to put together if you want to do it right. But again, I had a friend do one in like 10 hours and she did really well. She also did have a lot of experience with the Enneagram. So she was very familiar with personalities and did a personality test too. So if you have that experience, and I think you do as well, that can really help you create your quiz. So if you don't have that experience, like I'm happy to be here to help out because I do think once you wrap your head around it and create a personality quiz, that's going to work for you the way they do. 
it's well spent money and well spent time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally sold. I, you know, and I've heard controversy over it, but I think the only downside is the fact that it takes so much time that when there are experts like you that we can tap into to either teach ourselves or do it for us, then it's almost seems to me like it's a no brainer. So now I know that you have something to offer the listeners. So would you like to share that? Yeah. I mean, the best way to, for me, I think is the best gift is to take my quiz mainly because I designed it for the business owners who are trying to grow their list. And of course, quizzes are a great way to grow your list. But like you said, based on your personality, I do give different recommendations if you don't have the time or the money or you know what I mean, to get involved. Yeah. Um, And it's a great way to get on my email list, see my welcome series and how I use the marketing skills that I've had in my past to grow the relationship. So just by seeing it all, it really helps a business owner as they go to create their own quiz, their own challenge. And in the quiz results, like I said, you're going to get the 10 questions to ask your ideal clients. And that's important because you want to make sure that you're making something for them and something that they want. Then you're also going to find top 10 tips to help you with your email marketing. You're also going to get a Spotify playlist if you want to put a you know list on and go for a walk and start brainstorming and ideas about your quiz. And last but not least, I also have given the offer where I've added to join my Facebook group. And that's really where I show up more frequently, do trainings, offer tips, give support. And both my email list and my Facebook group are my inner circle. And that's where you're going to hear about the free trainings I do with Interact. And those trainings are gold. So go ahead and take the quiz, see what personality you are. Tell me which one you got, if it sounded like you and download all the materials I've given you in the results section and just keep an eye out on how I've laid it all out because you can use that information to help you. And what's the link to take the quiz? I'll put it in the show notes for sure, but go ahead and say it just in case. You can go to www.lindasidu.com. So it's Linda, L-I-N-D-A, Sidhu, S-I-D-H-U.com. And I have both my opt-ins on there. The quiz will be on there, but also the nail your quiz idea. Perfect. And for easy steps is there as well. And so that's probably a good place to start. Perfect. So people can find you doing that and then they will have the invitation to join your Facebook group. And we just gave them your website. So I think we're all set. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm really excited to see people generate quizzes and have success with their business. Thanks, Linda. This has been really fun, a great conversation and very insightful. And that's a wrap, friends. Thank you so much for listening today. I am grateful to have you here with me. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, will you please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review? That would mean the world to me. It will also help others find the podcast. I really look forward to getting to know my listeners. Will you please connect with me on Instagram? You can find me at the Robin Graham. You can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn as Robin Graham. And I invite you to join my private Facebook group, the Brand Marketing Insider. Please spread the word about the second phase podcast. Until next time, remember to smile.